So it's hilarious because we actually started this podcast a couple of minutes ago and we were in live, so we had to redo the, redo the whole thing. So apologize for that, guys. But again, I was just saying we have some awesome members on this panel, and this is CGX31. 30, uh, this is the 31st episode that we've done. We have a lot to discuss today when it comes to cloud gaming news. Uh, we're going to talk about the shadow fiasco that's going on. Stadia having a pretty good week, I would say. GeForce Now giving us another roadmap with the games coming for March. Amazon Luna, we're going to, if we have time, get to that. But there was a game that was released, not the best game, but good enough. And then xCloud has some news with some games coming to the cloud, majority sports games. And then we're going to talk about the PC support, which um, we've done a video on, and you guys can check that out. But we have a special guest, and we're going to get to that guest here in a bit. Uh, but just want to take a sec to introduce the panel and just check in with them, see what they're doing, see what games they've been playing, also with what platform. We also have another member who might be coming in a little later, um, so we'll just have to wait for that. So to get started, Jerry, what's how you been, sir? What have you been playing? Also, what platform have you been using to play those games on? Yeah, um, I'm doing good. It has been a really busy week. There's <laughs> been a lot going on out there. Um, Dirt 5 still, um, since it hit Game Pass, I've been playing it on the Series X a lot, just trying to go through that. I, I went through the whole game on PC, so I've been doing that on series x and still messing around with the outriders demo a good bit through uh geforce now and shadow okay are you liking the demo are you sick of it yet or do you feel like you i mean still you, you will get sick of it but because i'm so busy i've actually only gotten to put about five or six hours messing around with stuff in there and you know just by the time the whole game comes out i'll be ready for it but no i'm not really sick of it but i'm not going to grind out dozens of hours either just replaying a bunch of stuff in a demo but uh it's just fun to see how it runs everywhere i'm kind of more getting ready to see how the launch version runs yeah. uh compared because on different platforms there's some issues and on others there aren't so be interesting okay. to see what happens when it comes out sure for sure i gotta keep telling myself i gotta go back and play that game um but yeah I'm glad that you're enjoying it for sure let's check in with you duncan what have you been up to Happy, happy up to mischief as as always. Uh, uh, I have been playing on basically everything this week, which is which is unusual or par for the course, really. To be fair, uh, the game which actually caught me completely by surprise this week is Apache on on Stadia. Yeah. Uh, I had a load of fun on that. It's uh, basically. Guitar Hero, but with a controller. Absolutely having a blast with that. Having, again, totally took me by, by surprise, and I'm actually really enjoying that. Uh, on other games I've been playing, I have been playing a heck of a lot of Planet Base. I, a couple of weeks ago, GeForce Now chucked that into the library, and I have been back playing that with a vengeance, and I am scared to know how much I've been playing that. Uh, it's one of these games where you, you think you've been playing it for 10 minutes, and it's actually been like an hour, and the time just disappears. So <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've, I've been having fun with that. That's cool. That's cool. That is one pro game that I haven't tried yet the avishi game but i heard someone was saying do something with like copyright right you can't stream it because you'll get copyright strikes 
did you ex did you try to stream it? Did you? No, I, I I was stupid enough to try and stream that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I know a lot of people have been taken down, but some people haven't been taken down. It's just completely random how it's happening. But I know a fair few people have had issues with that game. Okay, yeah. Again, haven't played it much, but we'll one these days take a look at it. How about you, Mark? What you've been playing? What platform have you been using to play those games on? I uh, played a little bit of Journey to the Savage Planet on Stadia. Um, I'd, I'd been meaning to kind of jump back into that since I started it um, sometime last year on xCloud, but I eventually put it down because, you know, tiny screen, short attention span, all of those things. So, so I picked it up again on, on Stadia. That was pretty good. Um, played, again, like the uh, the Outriders demo. Um, I have completed it. There was a couple of, there are some side stuff that you can do that I um, had missed a few of them. So I went back in, jumped back into that on uh, GeForce Now uh, and weirdly jumped into GTA Online. <laughs> it's just the, the game that doesn't die after eight yeah. years. Uh, right. I, I can see why they're not putting out another one. They, the, the money they pump out of that thing after eight years is ridiculous. Same. Uh, but yeah, been been playing that on uh, Shadow for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> While we still have it, right? Yeah. But yeah, you know, GTA is one of those games. I mean, you go back and you play it. It still looks good and it still plays really well. So kudos to Rockstar, man. Whatever magic they did with that game is awesome, right? So let's check in with our guest for this episode, Eddie player one um has a youtube channel if you guys haven't checked it out check it out but eddie's good to see you on here man um excited to see just what your take is on cloud gaming what platform have you been playing also what games have you been playing lately also though and guys thanks for having me um every saturday afternoon i am listening to you guys uh, either watching on my tv or um here on the computer but great to be here I've played the Avicii game as well. Uh, I had the same feeling as Duncan. It is a Guitar Hero with electronic music from Avicii. Yeah. Um, I I stream it, and as uh, as if you are on YouTube, you don't have any problems with that with music. You just get copyright claims, um, and I don't mind Google taking my fifteen cents. <laughs> um, I also played. Um, I, I spent a lot of time playing, um, Gods and Monsters, which is not Gods and Monsters, and I keep forgetting the name of the game, but I continue calling Gods and Monsters. Immortals? Yes, Phoenix thank Rising. you. <laughs> yeah. Immortals Phoenix Rising. I was right. playing that on, on GFN, uh, using, uh, Ubisoft Plus. Okay. And, uh, I was looking forward to play Watch the Dogs Legion, but, uh, the online mode. But apparently, oh, I was going to play on GFN, uh, but apparently there is some delay, two weeks delay on the online mode that was coming this Tuesday. So I don't know. I'll probably jump on Stadia. Okay. So I remember watching the video, I think is when you were doing your GeForce Now video, you were saying that Ubisoft Connect is not available for you where you are at and Stadia. Right, but you can access it on GeForce now. Right. right so now, Ubisoft so. Plus, it's not available to play on Stadia. It is available on PC on Canada, okay. 
but it's not available on Stadia, and we don't have Luna here yet in Canada. So since it is available on PC and GeForce Now, it is PC gaming. I'm able to access my GeForce Now account or access my Ubisoft Plus account on GFN. Cool, cool. Awesome, man. It's pretty cool, again, to see you testing different services out. And again, always good to have you on here. So cool. I've been just playing NBA 2K, testing that out on xCloud. It became a thing or Game Pass game streaming. And it's actually a pretty good experience. A lot of people playing that game right now. So if you're in state and you can't find people to play that game on the park, definitely check it out on xCloud, especially with the 1080p PC support. Um, and then always Rogue. Every once in a while, we'll dip into that. Always a fun experience for sure. But yeah, that's me. Um, we're going to get into the news. Again, still waiting for one member who possibly might show up. Uh, but until he does, we'll just get right into this. So xCloud um I'm gonna keep calling that sorry y'all I know people get offended by they're like oh it's game pass game stream it's xCloud man um so well until they decide on a name (laughs) we'll call it what we want right seriously so multiple game this is I I can't wait to hear the panel's thoughts on this because we've talked about this before with fragmentation but a lot of games came out for game pass this week um a lot of sports games to talk about but this one game out of all the games that came out that came to the cloud and that was nba 2k so we got madden we got football manager we got um star wars squadrons console nhl 20 uh 21 console right football manager console pc the only game to come to the cloud was NBA 2K21. So just want to check in with you guys. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, we, again, just we talked about fragmentation before, but what's your take with this? Do you believe this is an issue for xCloud? Or do you think, you know, this is this is okay? Just to get started with this, Duncan, what's your take on the fragmentation with xCloud? I don't like it. Uh, be, be very frank with that. I think it is a bit confu- confusing out there because you don't know what's going to be coming to XCloud and what things are going to be separate. Uh, it's great to see that they're supporting the minority support a sport in uh, basketball and they left out the big sport and football manager for going to the cloud, which would have been absolutely perfect for it. I'm just I'm going fishing here, and uh, damn, I'm not I'm not picking any fish up. Uh, but uh, I, I think we're we're still sailing towards a place where all the games are going to eventually go to on the X Cloud, and I just don't know why most of the games this week haven't went to it, especially uh, Madden and Football Manager. For me, Football Manager is the perfect one to be on xCloud because you don't have to worry about it's not touch sensitive. You can just go in there and you're managing a football team. So I I don't understand the strategy on what games are going there and which games aren't. I just hope this sort of mess gets cleared up uh, eventually. And I think when we get this big relaunch, when it goes to 1080, um, we hear about the Series X blades and all this sort of carry on, things will just start settling down and basically every single game uh, will 
go on to xCloud. So I, I just don't like don't like this, especially when they're 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 doing the Mickey Mouse sports like the uh, basketball. They should be doing football, proper football. <laughs> True. Good point. Good point. Mark, what's your take on the fragmentation issue with xCloud? Yeah, I think we, we've said it like week in week out. It 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 makes it confusing. They're trying to get people into this this ecosystem that they're building out, and then once you're in, it's a it's a confusing place to be. Yeah. Um, person, I, I don't think it's anything to do with uh, X Cloud being incapable of technically running um, these titles. Um, I don't see these as any more graphically intense than some of the games which are already on there. Um, I also don't think it will be the publishers or devs of these games having an issue with these games being accessed on the cloud. Um, so yeah, honestly, I have no idea what the what the strategy is. I do believe we will get to a point um, where it will come to everything because it was it's one giant ecosystem. Um, it doesn't doesn't make sense to keep uh, f- fragmenting it like this. Uh, I don't know when that will be. It could be after the, you know, the Series X Blade upgrade. Um, hopefully, I would say fingers crossed this year, but I, I'm not too sure. But yeah, for now, not a fan. As, as we've always said before, it, it makes it kind of confusing as a as a user. Right. Okay. Eddie, what's your take on this? The fragmentation. I would say Xbox? it is something that. Mm, of- what I'm trying to say is, I think it's contractual issues. Um, yeah. These companies here, I have contracts either um, with Google Stadia or some of those have contracts with NVIDIA. I don't want to call it an exclusivity on cloud gaming, but um, I feel like if they're, uh, if uh, Microsoft is offering some games on the cloud as well, other than uh, on console and on PC. Some of these publishers may be asking right now for more money uh, other than Microsoft already paid to have the game on X, uh, on Game Pass. So I do think it's a contractual issue that um, the years will change that to whatever it comes on, on Game Pass will come on the cloud. I think that already happens to the first party games, right? From... From Microsoft. So contract and issues. Uh, do you do you feel like eventually it's going to come a, a point where this is not an issue? Um, and all, like, do you think Microsoft? What what do they have to do? I guess like to make this not be an issue. Would you say? Uh, it, it is hard that the foundations on cloud gaming. Um, uh, as I said, most of these companies are asking for more money to offer their games on the cloud and Microsoft is just saying, you know, it's just another way we're offering the same game that you already allowed us, um, from the way that Microsoft always announced that, okay, this is available on console, this is available console and PC, this is available only on PC, um, there, of course, the limitation of the hardware of the game being port from PC to console, but um, or from console to PC. But I feel like the years will change that. But for the the next two years, three years, we will still see 
the separation on xCloud saying this is coming only on PC, this is not coming on the cloud, it's just on console. Okay, fair enough. Good to know. Jerry, what's your take on this? Yeah, so ever since Game Pass left console, it's been confusing because it expanded to PC and, and it always had a different library and now xCloud as well. So now we got three places. Uh, what Eddie's talking about is something I've seen as well in statements from Phil Spencer about the issues with trying to get parity across everywhere that most of it does stem from some type of licensing or rights or money paid. And every game that's on Game Pass that's not a first party, that's not an exclusive, has a timed contract with a different money amount to it. They're not a across-the-board thing. Each game is evaluated separately. So um, it is going to take time to get it to where there's like a parity and it becomes a point where xCloud, console, and PC kind of get everything. There's always going to be some fragmentation because xCloud is still going to be uh, the console-based hardware. So when you get a game like, say, Microsoft Flight Simulator come out that's for PC and isn't out for console yet, even though they're going to release it for Series X, that's the only place it will be is PC Game Pass. So there's always going to be a small amount of fragmentation when you have things like that, but it will probably get to the point where like 90, 95% of the games just always go everywhere. But I think also we see it happen a lot where devs aren't comfortable with cloud yet or getting their game. They want their game to look and play the best it can, the way that they intend it to for their fans. 720p and 30 frames per second and other things like that aren't the way to do that. And the language coming from Microsoft sounds more like once xCloud gets to that 1080p and that 4K and 60 and that type of thing, it'll be easier to get everybody more on board and put their games there and that type of thing. So I think we'll, we'll get there, but it is annoying for now, but we'll get there. So from what I'm hearing, further on the, down the line, you don't think it's going to be an issue? You, you think no, this I, is I, just... I don't. I don't okay. think so because cloud's growing, and even though you know we'll talk about today how some cloud you know may fail and, and some may succeed really well, um, it is going to grow, and and cloud's not going to go anywhere. It's only going to become more prominent. We don't know what the top companies will be five years from now. We don't even you know with the way news changes every week, we don't know who's going to be on top when. But cloud's definitely here to stay. It's going to grow. And as it gets better, the technology gets better and developers are more used to their games going there. I think it'll become much less of an issue. Okay. Good to know. Good. Yeah. So again, we've talked about this here. To me personally, I do think this is um, an issue, but kind of like you were saying, Jerry, I hope eventually, right, they figure out a system to where this is not an issue. Um, Microsoft's all about investing in the xbox ecosystem so i guess like it makes sense right they view xcloud as a complementary service to your xbox or your pc right so in a way this makes sense um but i hope in the future especially like if they want xcloud to be the best like cloud gaming service you know comparing it to its competitors Hopefully they figure this out to where most of the games that are out on Game Pass makes its way onto this platform. Um, so that's just my take on it. But I do want to talk about something else, and we've talked about this here as well. And that's those like the games that leaves this platform. Um, an advantage that Stadia has, right, is when the game comes to the platform, it stays there, right? You don't have to worry about the rotation. Of games we bash ps now because of this and here we go with game pass 
The Witcher 3, which is a big game, right? But this is the consoles, not the cloud. It's leave it. And just want to get your take on this. Are you guys concerned with this model, right? This Netflix-like subscription model to where games come and go. Are you guys, do you guys think this is not that big of a deal, right? So to check in with this, Mark, what's your take on it? I think it's going to happen with um, with third-party games. Uh, exactly what Eddie was saying. It, it's certain agreements they have, maybe exclusivity stuff. Um, I think the thing we really get mad at with uh, with PlayStation now is when they remove their first-party titles. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, it and obviously we said before it, it's annoying. You know, there's it's a little bit unpredictable. You could start playing a game um be kind of halfway into it go to jump back on oh it's been removed uh it's, pr- it's probably the the biggest issue is that they're uh i mean there's you know they've they've said leaving on march 15th there's a bit of warning in there it's not just it's gone but you know it still sucks yeah i had friends who were playing red dead redemption on game pass did i had this opportunity to finish and the game left <laughs> game pass but um, I, I kind of like Microsoft that they have a hybrid model. If mm. you want Netflix for games, they have Game Pass. If you want to claim the game and continue with you, they have uh, Xbox Live. The only thing is the games on Xbox Live are not that appealing as it is on Game Pass. Yeah. True, true. And again, uh, xCloud just being a supplementary or complementary um, service. You know, like if you game at home on your Xbox One X system, then you should be good, right? Plus, feels <clears throat> Phil has obviously mentioned the you know the idea or the the plan to eventually move to a model where you can uh, buy games and yeah. play them on the cloud. So once we move to that, it's obviously less of an issue. Um, you still have to spend more money this way, so it, it's still not the best solution. But it would at least stop this kind of something being rotated out that you're in the middle of playing. Uh, I have a friend who works on the industry in um, in Europe, and he told me that uh, after a meeting with Microsoft, they're looking for that model in 2023. Oh, is that right? The purchasing games in the xCloud model? And being able to play the games on the cloud. That's awesome. Well, switching will come sooner, but I'll take 2023 for sure. Cool, cool. Duncan, what's your take on this news, man? Uh, I'm not that concerned at this moment in time. I'm going to bring up a, a word we bring up all the time, and beta. It's still in beta. <laughs> and it's it, XCloud at this moment in time isn't going to be your primary way to play those games. As we've said, there, it's also a supplementary sort of one. So at this moment in time, I'm not concerned. And as Eddie said as well, that, that this is common. You're going to be able to buy your games eventually. Uh, Phil have to get this right, Phil Spencer uh, has uh, already came out and said it, we're, we're, it's, it's going to happen. It's just when it's going to happen. That is the, that's the question. Uh, but at this moment in time, it is an absolute pain that they're leaving, but I'm not overly concerned. And it's a, we're, you're in a sub model and they're giving you notice that the games are leaving. So it's a, disappointing, yes, but I'm not too concerned at the moment. Okay. Jared, did we get you taken this? 
Um, just not on the Game Pass part, which, uh, like Duncan said to me, that's not a concern. Um, and, you know, when you sign up for Game Pass, that's how it is. Exclusives are there forever. Third parties rotate in and out, depending on what's going on. You can buy the games at a discount and, and keep them going, which is great. I think it's like 10% or something like that. So, I mean, you know, very similar to Stadia, I guess, because Stadia being kind of like a console, the games really do never leave. Um, because on Stadia, you have to purchase that game as well, and then it's not going anywhere. And on Xbox, you purchase it, it's not going anywhere. Um, but Stadia doesn't have a subscription model like Game Pass to offer you that for a limited time um, to keep playing. So it, it is similar that way. So, yeah, it's it's not a big deal. Netflix loses stuff. Other companies lose and rotate stuff. The big thing is, is as long as the exclusives are there forever, you know, and you're good to go, that's the big thing. And then your third-party titles rotate in and out. You get a notice. You know what you're getting into when you sign up. And you can discount buy it and keep it in your library and keep going, keep your save, keep all that stuff. So it's 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 not that big of a deal. And we discuss it with Luna too, like with the subscription model, what happens if a game leaves and you were playing? They have to have a purchase option, which they don't have yet, but yeah. you know, Game Pass already does. They have that ecosystem. So Right. Okay. So it sounds like this is not that big of a deal. This is not like a deal breaker to you guys. Games coming in and out with rotation. Right? No. No. Okay. What PlayStation does with PS now is it deal breaker they need to fix that but no with game pass still absolutely no issues with that and they're always onboarding more games than they're getting rid of uh, the, the the library continues to grow way beyond their original 100 games and 250 games so true okay so just want to ask you guys i know some of you guys on here have game pass anyone pick up 2k21 on game pass or play it no no okay no currently out of the system uh-huh. It's last gen, like they're not doing the Xbox Series X optimized one in Game Pass. Is that true? Yeah, from from what I tested, it it was the last gen one. So, yeah, bummer, bummer. But I, you are asking a panel which is fifty percent English, so fifty <laughs> percent English. You can speak for yourself. I am not English. I misspoke. I'm sorry. <laughs> from the 50%, UK, not from American. The UK. <laughs> All good, all good. So the other thing with xCloud is the 1080p. Um, if you want to call it a beta, I guess you can say it's a beta, but there was on Reddit, someone posted this a way to get access to it, and we jumped on it, showcased what that looked like. Um, but I don't know if you guys have tried it, but wanted to check in with you guys to see if you have and how has that experience been for you. Um, for me personally, I was really impressed by how well it ran. I have to say, if you guys are going to play it on your PC, make sure you have our Xbox controller that is plugged in. If you use Y uh, Bluetooth or um, anything else, it's just going to be a terrible experience for you. But just want to check in, Mark. Did you test this out yourself? And if so, how was the experience for you? Uh, I haven't tested it yet, no. Uh, I've been busy. Actually, I've finally checked out uh, Boosteroid, so uh, I've oh. been kind of busy testing that this week. Nice. Um, but on the, the 1080, it, it was good news to hear. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what we were hoping slash expecting. Really, it will, really just would have been a bad move to go from, you know, um, go to the PC launch with 720, it, it you just can't you cannot get away with that it just would have looked terrible it would have been a bad look so uh 1080 happy with that um 
for the moment. We'll see if if that gets pushed even further. Fourteen uh, forty, maybe four K when they go to the uh, Series X server blades. Right. PlayStation right. now has been in seven twenty four years. So who talks about <laughs> that, right? In twenty twenty one, who plays seven twenty on PC? Seriously, man, I I really don't know what what these companies are thinking with that seven twenty p resolution. Um, but yeah, you're right. PS Now has been seven twenty for the longest time. Um, but yeah, let's check in. Uh, Jerry, did you test this out? What's your take on it? I didn't. I watched your video and a, and a couple of other ones, and I've seen a lot of positive reaction for it. And you know, 1080p. A lot of people want 4K, of course, and I still believe it's coming by fall slash winter for for 4K. I think 1080p is going to be our summertime resolution. It's going to be our in between uh, as they continue to kind of ramp up and and also how quickly can they install the new server blades and get ready for the 4k but if they're able to pull this off with what their current hardware is then that's that's great it sounds like it's getting pretty stable and running well uh, i'll probably wait for the official drop before i get into it and and do any videos on it here but yeah it looks like everybody's pretty happy with what they're seeing so far yeah cool cool and Eddie, don't what, forget, upscaling 1080p is way better than upscaling 720p. So, like, if you're playing on TV or you're playing through a Shield or anything else or even yeah. a PC with upscaling, it's, like, so much different to upscale 1080 than it is 720. It's just, it, it helps in so many ways. I agree, 100%, for sure. Jer- uh, Jerry, I mean, Duncan, what's your take on this? Did you test this out? I haven't had a chance to test it. Uh, like Jerry, I'm going to probably wait till the official one comes. I'm I'm, I'm boring. I am just <laughs> just want to make sure everything is working in the best sort of conditions. Uh, uh, but you guys check out your video. It goes over uh, over the steps. I, I I watched it as well. Uh, but I'm just going to wait uh, just to see when it drops officially because I just want to make sure it, it all works fine because uh, I'm just a bit worried because uh, my my experience with xCloud has been ropey at best uh, at, so I just want to make sure I'm going to give it a, a fair crack of the win, uh, the whip okay seems like uh, let me check in with Eddie but it seems like you guys are going to just wait right until the official release becomes available and then you guys are going to test it out Buddy, what's your take on this? Did not, you... not waiting for the official release, but um, as the guys I did watch it, your video as well, uh, I saw that, okay, there, perfect. There's instructions here on how to try it. But I didn't have time myself yet to, to try it out, uh, especially because I am not a member of um, Game Pass right now. So I would need to subscribe to Game Pass and... At this moment, I don't want to subscribe to Game Pass because I already I am subscribed to GFN, um, subscribed to Stadia, and subscribed to Ubisoft Plus, and Disney Plus, and Netflix, <laughs> and YouTube Premium, and Spotify. And anyways, yeah. um, um, right now all all my gaming needs are covered with GFN and um, Stadia. But um, once xCloud is available, I tried xCloud months ago on on console, on console, no, on phone. Um, but um, once it's available on PC, I'm going to give it a first shot. Probably okay. waiting for the guys as well, like official release. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. 
Cool, cool. Um, it's it's quite interesting. Uh, but let's let's move over to GeForce now. And if again, if I'm missing anything with XCloud, you guys want to hop on? Let me. Know. Can I can I just do one quick thing? I sure, dropped something yeah. in the chat there. It's a, just in case people have uh, not uh, seen it. In a couple of weeks' time, forty-four days, seventeen hours, twenty-five minutes, and two seconds uh gamestack live is happening that is microsoft's big developer sort of conference for for game development and there is a hell of a lot of uh x cloud stuff going on there so it is well worth checking that out and we may hear some some bits and bobs coming out from that in relation to x cloud they're talking about the benefits of uh optimizing your game to play from xCloud. They're talking about stuff which Stadia had as well. Uh, how to build a time machine compensating for latency and streaming games. So they are going well into xCloud and they are really going to be pushing that. So in a couple of weeks time, we are probably going to hear a lot of info out of Microsoft about xCloud. That is awesome. That is on again. Thanks for Linda Chatneau and updating us. But yeah, I do think we'll hopefully not do think. Hopefully, we hear some more XCloud news. Maybe official PC support. Maybe a iOS support, web browser support. So hopefully, we hear some more of that stuff there. Again, a lot of promises for XCloud. It's just when are they going to start delivering them? So again. This might be the event, but yeah, keep your eye out for the eyes out for this one for sure. Um, okay, cool, cool. So I have to say, guys, two podcasts ago, I, I came on here and said, if GeForce Now continues, you know, they, they took a whole week to focus on indies, right? And we said, we're going to give them a pass, right? Because again, they got Valheim uh, the previous week and then uh, Outriders demo. But looking at the games coming for this month, guys, I mean, let's, like, it doesn't look good, man. It doesn't look good. I'm just being honest, man. And again, I said, if I see this continue, I'm going to give them a hard time. And I'm just being real. They announced, what, 20, how many games? 21 games. And they're, I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't see a AAA game on that list for this month, guys. It's mostly AA and indie titles again. And so, so I gotta, I, I gotta go um, reply to you the following: What's the big game you were missing for there this month? For GeForce Now. Yes. It's a dry March has been kind of a slow <laughs> month on games. That's the problem. I see. The, still, uh, I, still. I, still, the, the big titles, I believe, I would say for the month of March, it is on Nintendo. And True. Nintendo is doing Nintendo. But here's the thing, though. There are some games that left, right? Again, there's still a lot of old games that GeForce Now is missing, right? So, yes, there might not be any AAA release, you know, releasing this month. But the truth is, there's still old games that they can get back on the platform. And I, you know, would think that we'll at least see something, you know. Um, but yeah, let's check in with the members of this panel because I'm I'm really curious to hear what you guys have to say about the games that are coming out for this month. 
And again, I'll pull that up here in a bit. But let's start off with Duncan. What's, what's he taken these games, man? Okay. Uh, this is a two, a double-edged sword here. If we got these games announced coming to Lena, we got these games announced coming to Stadia, or we got these games even announced coming to xCloud, we would be probably saying it's not a bad month. Because these games are coming to GeForce now, they're a victim of their own success. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, yes, I agree with you. I, these games are not doing anything for me. They, they are mediocre. Uh, but we, we could, uh, again, the, the month is a bit thin anyway. I, I've been on there and I'm, I would give this, if we're, if we're going for a ratings out from 10, I would be giving this a 4 or 5 out from 10 because it's quantity over quality there. But they are bringing the games and they are getting a couple of day, day and date releases there. We've got the the Monster Energy Supercross games day and date. We had a couple of day and date releases this week. But uh, there's just nothing there which is going, oh, my God, I want to get that straight away. The, the one which is the, the game which stands out for me, and people are going to laugh when I say this, is the Workers and Resources Soviet Republic. <laughs> uh, I, that game is uh, right up my alley. It's an, another early access game. It's got a load of streamers doing it as well. It's my sort of thing. Uh, but that for me, that was a standout game, and I wouldn't call it... An, oh my god sort of one but it's it's just disappointed because there's no there's no star game there it's just lots of middling sort of games all on the other game maybe just to keep an eye on would be the space space uh, startopia game uh, uh again that's another one up my alley yeah so keep in mind though uh this is not the final list and like we saw last month in the previous month, they do add games to this. But again, just seeing this list, I'm really still disappointed. But just want to check in with you, Jerry. What's your take on the March games coming to GFIS now? Yeah, it's before this list came out, I wasn't expecting a lot because, as Eddie was starting to say, uh, March for games, and it often is this way, is like really dry. Um, April 1st is Outriders. So in like 25 days or something, just over three weeks, we've got that coming to GeForce now, really like every platform there is. So, you know, that plus some other games in April will probably be a pretty good month. Um, but I think just everywhere, it's going to feel a little bit dry and slow. If you go on your Xbox store and look at games, if you go on PlayStation 5, dry, you know, Stadia, they're, they're all dry except for Outriders coming out April 1st. So while the list isn't great, with it being a dry uh, month for new releases, at least they're backfilling. And is it a great list? No. But I did highlight WRC8 Racing coming to GeForce now, and that that kind of helped with a little bit of a gap in those kind of games. That's a really highly rated racing game. A lot of people uh, like that. So I did like seeing that come along with another day and date release for Loop Hero. And beyond just the games... You see a lot of stuff, and we'll get into it later, about gamers. Some people are just kind of leaving Stadia because it feels like Google doesn't care about it. And you feel the opposite when it comes to GeForce Now and NVIDIA and the, 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 their communication with content creators, with gamers. So even if the list isn't great and I feel like it's a dry month everywhere anyway, 
just the fact that they continue to come through with all these promises, they continue to communicate well, and they continue to look and sound like they're here to stay and that they have a plan, it instills confidence. And I think a lot of gamers like that just about as much as getting the big games, which, like Eddie said, there's not really a lot of big ones to get this month. Anyway, I'll probably be playing my Switch a lot in uh, March. But, <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, I'm not giving them a pass. It's not a great list, but at the same time, there wasn't a lot that they could do. When it comes to the older games, I get what you're saying, but I've said before, I'm over the past. I don't care about what was on GeForce now. I care about what's going to come, you know, as the third part, as the AAA games come out and we move into the future. I care more about the building up of GeForce now over the next few years and what's going to come. Because Duncan's right, if these games came to any other any other service like Lunar Stadia, we would praise it more because they were getting a big dump of games. But because we lost huge Rockstar, Bethesda, and Activision games and more over on GeForce Now when they left beta last year, a lot of us aren't over it, and we want those games back. So every time we see a list like this with no new games, but also none of the old ones coming back, we get angry. But really, I'm just I'm kind of over that, and I more care about where we're going towards the future with GeForce Now. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Eddie, what's your take on this? Um, I see a little bit different, not that weak of a list, as everybody was saying, uh, in uh, the praise that um, if we was on other platform, but looking at the list of like Trackmania, which is a free-to-play title from Ubisoft, uh, I loved, really, really love Overcooked, and this, um, they relaunching Overcooked. It is available on GeForce Now. Um, and I think it's, it, there's a lot of those games launching over there that are only available on the cloud via GFN. So in Loop Hero as well, which was one of the big launch titles of the week, even in the India space, um, I feel like it is a good list for what the month is offering. So we... We gotta go back again in April first without riders, uh, but usually the first part of the month it's kind of a pretty slow. If it wasn't for Hitman Three launching this uh, the beginning of the year, would be have really really slow. You're right, Hitman Three. I would say is like the only AAA game, if you want to even call it that, that has released this year so far right correct me if i'm wrong but yeah it's been this low year but curious to hear what mark has to say about this man what's your take on the games for march for GeForce now uh actually i don't think i've got anything to add i would just be reiterating what the other guys have said um difficult march very slow there aren't a lot of games coming out um it was a, a, a lose 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 for them they're trying to fill it up with um yeah they are more indie style games they're not anything that i am gonna pick up or i don't think i even actually have any of these games so yeah the the list looks weak but you know um they are a vic you know i think we said victim of their own success they've set such a high bar that when they have a a, a month like this it stands out more okay fair enough I wish Holtz was on today uh, because I think we both think the same. We had the same thought of they better bring it, right? Um, but does GeForce Now need Saint Road the Third remastered, even if it's the original? Just again, this is a game that I mean, Stadia got this week. It would have been a good get for them. You guys were saying, 
you know, these no new releases. And I was saying there are all the games that they can, you know, get on your platform still. But yeah, I mean, my take on this situation is I, I think this is a slow, slow month, slow week. And again, seeing them come from having such a great, you know, first two months to, I don't know, lately I've just seen them declining and I don't like that. But like you were saying, Jerry, April comes, outriders come, great, but I'm 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 sick of the mediocre games that we've been getting from them as of late. So hopefully um they up it a little. That's all I'm saying. And like I said here, again, people think we always give Stadia a hard time. You're gonna hear us talk about Shadow today, and we talked about GFS now previously. And we're doing it again today. They need to bring the games. I can't stress stress that enough. This is this this is not okay. All right. So anyone want to add to this before we move on to the next platform? I will just give a quick thing here. Said last month we got an extra eighteen games on GeForce Now for the right the, the month. Maybe they've got some big surprises up their sleeve. Um, what we're thinking now again, I was giving it a four out for five out of ten sort of mark for this. By the end of the month, we could have said this is an absolutely bonkers month for GeForce Now if they just if they get some big publisher back on board and just drop. Surprise after surprise. It's it is just frustrating. I think GeForce Now started this year completely on fire. They have Fal Falheim, they had Dyson Spear program, they have Hitman Free, they had the Medium, all the big talking point games of the year. And now the last couple of weeks just feel completely flat because they had all them big big hitters to start off the year. Good point. Good point. Couldn't say any better than that for sure. Okay. Anyone else want to add to GFS now before we get off this platform? All right. So next platform that we're going to talk about is Google Stadia. Um, again, I would say this is a solid week for them. And a couple of games. Hold on. Let me just make sure I'm not missing. All right. So, yeah. So Pro Games was released this week. Uh, Pixel Junks Raiders, just want to get y'all's take on that here pretty soon. Uh, Avishi Invector, I believe uh, we talked about that a little bit here. It's a game that Duncan was playing. Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle is another pro game. And Reigns. Uh, so those are the four games that we got for Pro for Google Stadia. So let's start with that. See if you guys actually even claim any of these games. See if you guys actually played any of them. And then we'll move on to the other games that was released for Stadia this week. So where are you guys at with the pro games? Again, did you guys play? Are you guys satisfied? Or is this one of those um, situations where you guys are clicking claim, but you probably are never going to touch these games? So to get started with this... Let's start with Mark. What's your take on the pro games? So not only did I not claim them, but this was the month uh, that finally convinced me to cancel my Stadia Pro. Damn. Um, I'm not seeing the caliber of games that Google promised us at the unveiling. Uh, I haven't for a long time. I've just kind of stayed in there just 
as a content creator just kept it up so that you know so that we could uh, check it out for news purposes but i'm i'm not enjoying the the platform i'm not enjoying the games uh i may pick it up again if they turn it around but they it's got to the point where they really need to convince me um the, this it was just this particular month for some is just was just the final straw things like rains <clears throat> um having a look at that it's just like flipping card game it literally looks like it it you know it belongs on the the app store for phones it's it's not the type of thing that i expect to come to as service where they were talking about how many like more teraflops it's got than the the last generation consoles i'm not seeing that i'm honestly not seeing it we know it can do it because we've got things like cyberpunk but they're just not demonstrating that in the games that they're bringing, especially with Pro. Um, I don't feel like there was nine pounds worth of games this month. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. How about you, uh, Duncan? Let's check in with you. What's your take on these Pro games? Okay, uh, I have really enjoyed a Peachy. Uh, I've, I've said that uh, uh, for me, it's the perfect game to just chill out to. Uh, uh, just put it on easy and just listen to the music and blast away. The other games, okay, <laughs> it's a different story. Uh, Pixel Junk Raiders, that is a complete and other Marmite game. You're going to love it or you're going to hate it. I am in the latter category. I absolutely don't mind if it's a Marmite game because that means there's something about it and it's not just Blair. It means people are enjoying it. The state share stuff is interesting in it, but uh, I think it's... Mm, I just don't like it. It just hasn't clicked with me at all. Uh, with Reigns, if I was going to want to play Reigns, I would play it on my, my phone. Um, pa- Pac-Man, uh, Mega Tunnel, uh, that should have been a pro game to start off with. And I think the, the boat has sailed in that one. They could have, if that was a pro game to start off with, uh, I think that would be a much better thing. But it's just bleh. <laughs> Uh, the the pro games uh, Afici. Uh, I'm going to tell you that the, the strange thing about Afici is it's actually got me considering picking up on another platform instead of Stadia, and just getting the super duper edition because it's on offer. Uh, on Mark's point about cancelling Stadia Pro, I have actually seen a number of people are in the same boat as that as well. And I know some of the other content creators have stopped getting Stadia Pro. And uh, I know somebody close to me has stopped their Stadia Pro uh, uh, subscription as well. Uh, I I don't like saying it. I I think we need a bit of a shake-up on these Pro games because that's what a lot of people are actually paying the sub for. It isn't for the 4K it's for the games, so I think something needs to be done with that. We actually touched on this a wee bit. Are we seeing the reduction of the pro games due to the lack of numbers of uh, on of games on Stadia, and they couldn't keep up the six, seven, eight games going at a time, and and again not having many big sort of games to give off in pro? It's just. Stadia is just in a complete another really weird place. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna end up the positive here. For once it has been a nice quiet week for Stadia 
And this is what I've been wanting Stadia to have. It's just a boring week where we can just talk about the games and the deals and stuff like that. And there's no controversy for like the first time this year. And that is a massive positive for me. Dag, so that's your positive, the fact that Stadia went a week without controversy. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> but if you think about it, from the turn of the year, there has been, there's always been a massive talking point about Stadia, but this week it has been boring, which is absolutely brilliant. Duck, you, it sounds like you love it, though, when when you do get that. No. Nope. You don't I, love it? No, because okay. I could shout it out by everybody. <laughs> So, I prefer the weeks like this where it is just like a normal platform. You don't yeah. have the highs, you don't have the lows. It's just like, oh, it's just business as usual. And we just rarely get that with Stadia. Uh, but, so, this, is, this week for me is a big, massive positive because there hasn't been anything like that. It's just been games of came. You've got your pro games, your sales. Absolutely brilliant. More of that, please. Okay. Okay. Eddie, what's your take on these pro games? Did you claim any of them? Did you play any of them? I claimed all of them. And as I, I've been doing for about seven years with my PlayStation 4, there are a lot of games that I claimed that I never play and I add to the backlog right. that thing that keeps growing and I never go back. But from this list here, I tried Avicii and I tried Pixel Junk Raiders. Um, Nama Cup of Tea. I'm going to stop there. It is for people who like roguelike games. Um, Dama Capote. Uh, Pac-Man. I'm a huge fan of Pac-Man. The character, I suck at playing Pac-Man, so I didn't even bother this time. And Rain, when I saw it was a flipping cards game that usually I think it's $3 or something, or even less if we're talking about pounds. Uh, I said... Mm, not judging by a game by the price, but when I saw it as a flipping card game, I said not for me as well. The Avicii game, I don't know. I actually curious why Duncan said he's thinking on picking up on another platform. If um, it's a great question, I was. I believe. Too. I, I believe it, it is the same experience. It doesn't matter the platform. So Duncan, why do you want thinking on picking get, another? You get you get more songs and stuff, right? and. I, uh, and also, I'm an achievement junkie, so it's uh, <laughs> uh, I'm one of these weird people. Uh, I have completed uh, Tomb Raider on Steam. I've completed it on GeForce Now. Or, I know that sounds different, but I, every, every, I just play games across every single platform going. So I'm just weird like that. So I, I just want to get the extra oh, achievements. That, that, and that's, that's a fair answer. If um, you're getting more stuff than you already have on, on another platform, that's a definitely a fair answer. Uh, now, uh, since everybody was taking the time to talk about uh, the platform itself and the pro itself, I have been paying on pro. Uh, I paid on Pro since uh, the beginning, and I continue to pay. Um, there were the months that they didn't charge us at the very beginning. There are a few months where I ended up getting um, a free subscription of the month because somebody used my uh, my shared link. Um, but still, right now, I have over 100 games on my Labyrinth Stadium. There are games that I purchased. There are a lot of games that I got from Stadia Pro. I 
continue to see value for dollar and the ten dollars for what stadia offers me which it is all of the backlog of the old games that i claim on pro plus whatever is coming and plus um um 4k so if it's not for the the games that are ex coming right now on stadia pro there are times i okay i'm gonna go jump back a little bit on formula one so i jump back in f1 or i jump back on something else but i continue to use uh stadia pro and uh, the stadia pro games and i will continue to be supporting uh, stadia pro for uh, i would say the existence of the platform and there, there are months that are good, there are months that are bad. They, just as happened with uh, the seven years that I was um, PlayStation Plus member. Right. I always say, if you want to see, this is nothing against you, Mark, but I've always said, if you want to see something you know, succeed, speak with you all in a way. But again, I understand people who are just like done uh, with right. support. Um, it, and but, I agree and I respect everyone that says uh, I'm done with Stadia, yeah. didn't deliver what I was expecting. And that is absolutely fine. Yeah. True. Yeah. And I, I think do, obviously yeah. how I, yeah, how I, how I preface that was I am done for now because uh, I've been supporting it since day one. Uh, I think across the board, we want all cloud gaming platforms to succeed and Stadia is definitely one of those. Right. Um, obviously continue covering it continue keeping an eye out and if we we see a big move or something that uh that looks encouraging i'll be the first one to sign back up true true fair enough how about you jerry let's get your take on this situation <sighs> all right so pro game pro games are there, there's nothing for me the only one i claimed was pixel junk raiders to give it a shot i was making a video for it <laughs> and i stopped i it wasn't for me i found it boring i didn't enjoy it at all and it wasn't really the kind of stadia exclusive i was looking for um i wouldn't have i don't oh, okay so i'm different than everybody else here and i've said on here before i never subscribed to pro for games um i've been subscribed since like two three months after stadia launched to pro i paid every single month since then but i was never doing it for the games i was doing it for the resolution um, you know, it's hard to compare Stadia to a Series X or an, or an Xbox One X or anything else that can do 4K if you can't push 4K. So just by needing to do that was my whole reason for having Pro anyways. Uh, so the, it never meant a lot to me. Most of the Pro games I claim, I never, I never play them again. I am really, really close to Mark's state right now. Uh, even with the channel, uh, Stadia content just doesn't do great. There's a lot of negativity and unknowns out there. And I keep hearing the, you know, if you want something to succeed, support with your wallet. And most people have been doing that <laughs> for a year and a half already. <laughs> and if the company that owns Stadia, if Google does not care about its success, which to me they've proven that they do not, it is not up to the consumer to make you successful. It is up to you to make you successful. Most people know I, I've worked myself, for myself most of my life. I've had multiple businesses. I still have a couple now. It's never been up to my customers to make me successful. It's always been up to me to make them want to help me be successful and to want to come to me. So whenever I hear you got to open up your wallet, you got to help Stadia. No, Stadia, everyone tried, okay, for a long time. Now, if they show confidence in the brand again, 
and we're seeing games announced for fall, which Duncan has said, all these games coming out right now, we're already in contract. This isn't anything new. This was going to happen whether they closed their first party studios or not or whatever was going to happen. These things were already in the works. What I want to see is what's going to come in fall and beyond. What kind of announcements? Is Stadia staying as it is? Is it rebranding? We still don't know anything. Duncan says it's been a quiet week, and yes, that has been fantastic because instead of worrying about all the negativity, I've been able to go in and check out the games and, and stuff like that. But uh, nothing here for me. I still continue to be really concerned with Stadia. I still feel like they don't even want to succeed. And that's why people like me, Mark, and others are starting to kind of pull away and say, I'm not going to continue to give my money to someone that I feel like isn't there for the long run, isn't there to support the gamers. Nicely said. Um, I, I need holds on this panel, man. I, I, I feel like it's me versus the world. So Holtz will I'll... pay for Stadia as long as it exists. <laughs> he he enjoys it. He'll get the games, and he doesn't care if he loses yeah. those games later. I can say it for we know. I it's great. I wish he was here to say it. <laughs> but no, uh, go ahead. I, I was I was just going to jump in about uh, supporting with your wallet. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about a Mickey Mouse sort of company here. We're talking about billions, if not trillions, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, supporting things with your wallet, that's if you're your local sports team or your your local companies. Where you don't go out and support flipping these size of companies with your wallets. If they, they should be the ones convincing you to open your wallets. If, yeah. if, if Stadia is in the position of you need to buy these games to show that you're supporting. Stadia is absolutely daffy ducked from the, the, the where they are. They are going down, there, going down. There. But I, I am of the opinion, and this is what I would tell tell people: if you want to buy games in Stadia, you buy games in Stadia. But don't feel forced to go and buy games in Stadia to support the platform. Go up because you want to buy the games. I know there's a load of people who buy every single game on coming to Stadia, and absolutely fair play to these people. But for me, uh, I'm still of the position I am not buying any more games in Stadia unless it's really, really cheap or something actually changes. And I'm still keeping my pro subscription as long as I see value in it. But I, I, I'm completely of the of the opinion if you if you're having to go out and support Stadia the, and throw money at it, 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 deep down you know Stadia is in a world of hurt. That's just my. <laughs> My Google opinion. is no to if they believe in on the product, they will support the product. It doesn't matter if the product is making money or losing a lot of money. AKA this platform that we are right now, YouTube. YouTube is 15 years old and it only turned a profit about four or five years ago. Uh, it, you can see tons of articles saying YouTube is going to shut down. YouTube is going to shut down because they were not making profit. But Google at the time believing on the platform mm-hmm. and continue supporting youtube yeah i would love to see the kind of support that youtube had with stadia itself um i believe it had uh, the support before uh, february 1st and at this point i don't think that same level of support that they sh- showed that they were doing it has been delivered so I feel like the platform it's continuing, but it's not going to go head to head with Xbox and PlayStation. Fair, fair point. 
just hearing you talk about YouTube, I it just reminds me again, following Google for as long as I have. Um, YouTube was actually a platform or software that they acquired. It wasn't originally built. True. From, it was Google up. Videos and then they acquired YouTube. Yeah. And then same thing with Android too, right? Right. So instead of creating state, do you think Google should just <laughs> look into buying them? Anyway. Um, just I, I don't know if that uh, Bethesda deal was something they were looking at and you know, uh, ended up being on the Microsoft side. Know, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Phil Harrison said again. I don't know how accurate that article is, but that was you know a blow for them. So who knows? But I'll get, we'll we'll get more into this when we talk about Shadow about like uh, management and how um, you know. Stady is a great product. Shadow is a great product, but the management, I feel like, is kind of what's running these platform and services to the ground. But let's wrap this up because I feel like overall, when you compare GeForce Now games for this week, X Cloud games for Amazon Luna's games, and then Stadia games, I feel like as an overall package, Stadia had the better week right and i'm i'm <laughs> I was, I was okay so we got we got sin road the third we got monster uh gem still titans two right we, we got it came from space i know that's not a great game and then we got four pro games right so look like compared to what we got for jeefus now luna x cloud wouldn't you say they had the better week this week, right? Can we give them some props for that at least? All right, I need holds. Holds, what are you? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in, and, and uh, I will kind of support you on a All way right. that stated. We are paying ten dollars a month. GeForce now I'm paying six dollars a month. Um, Luna I'm paying six dollars a month. Uh, on Stadia, playing ten, paying ten dollars a month. Right now I got four games for free. And, you know, GeForce Now, I got a few free-to-play titles this week. And uh, on the other platforms, I didn't got anything uh, substantial. So, if we're talking about games, yes, comparing to the others, uh, it's a better value. And uh, plus, Saints Row Remaster. So, yeah, props to Stadia, on my opinion. Okay. Does it... Does it only look good comparatively? Is is that how how we look at it now? Like the other platforms have a an average. I mean, yeah, Shadows had below average. <laughs> the other platforms, in terms of the games that they had this week, have a, an average or a below average week. So it it's the only way that we can kind of give Stadia praise now. And remember, I think I'm just double checking here. Uh, uh, Saints Row the Third already on GeForce now. Not the remastered version, but you can just up the, up the specs. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. Duncan, don't agree with that. <laughs> yes, but I'm, I'm just saying it's it's. Uh, I I I will go with Stadia may have shaded it this week. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll go with uh, shaded it. But it's uh, oh dear, <laughs> uh, 
Again, it's it's the exact same problem. It's, with, it's, it's okay to say they had a good week, guys. I, I don't think it was a good week. I think it oh, was. Uh, I think it was a meh, okay week. If if this is a good week, what would if you? That, I mean, that's, comparing to the others, though. Right? I, I I just think it was a meh, okay week. It's it's. It's yeah. nothing. Nothing there is going. Oh my God! I have to jump on the stadia here. Okay. It's 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 just a catching up sort of week, <laughs> and okay. it's has, it hasn't even really caught up that much. Again, that's just my uh, opinion. Fair play. Fair play. So I I just got to shout out Juan real quick, man. I mean, I've just been reading. If you guys haven't read his comment, man. What do you have against Phil Harrison? If you don't mind me asking, it's just like you. It's like you want Phil, <laughs> poor little Phil. It's like you want Phil out so bad, man. We should like start a petition with uh, Juan and Phil Harrison, man. It's, he destroys every gaming platform he touches. <laughs> you guys all believe that? Okay. All right. So that's uh, absolutely. That's, uh, and I think specifically, I. Reputation-wise, the stuff we found out about the management of the first-party studio shutdown in the last few weeks has made it very difficult for him to, you know, lead in the position he's in at the moment. So, personally, I'm kind of expecting. I don't think he'll be fired. I think he'll be given the option to step down at some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll probably. And I think we'll agree this is kind of what they need, kind of like a, a shake-up at some point uh, soon. During that shake-up, I imagine we'll probably maybe see a, a change in management as well. My goodness, y'all are so uh, vicious here. I Jeez. I kind of disagree with chat in somehow. Um, I've worked on Big Tech uh, for a few years, and... He was just repeating what people told him to say. Um, I, I doubt that he knew, like, maximum five days in advance. He knew everything. When he said that he he came and um, he knew the situation before when he was writing that email, I'm not 100% sure. That's probably what he said, but... Usually, they're, they're on a flip of a, a finger, like a 10 on the snap, things change in this big corpse that higher-ups came and, and tear completely divisions down. I work on an IBM, and um, there was one executive after one meeting. They shut down a whole country operations. It's not that they were shutting down one, uh, one sector. They shut down one country and everybody on that country didn't know everything before they did had some bad numbers but um eddie i think your mic went out did i know you're speaking on mute uh you're good you're good keep going you were no um i work on a johnson and johnson and um there were times that there was a product that was not performing that good and the opera, uh, uh, higher ups decided to finish the product. So it is kind of that in big techs and Google apparently doesn't have the mindset 
to be on the gaming industry just as the gaming industry is right now. Google makes a lot of money on the Google industry, uh, on the gaming industry via Google Play, if you look at the numbers of Google Play. But um, to be developing games, Google is not ready for that. And I feel like Phil Harrison's vision of trying to sell a, a complete product and when it wasn't complete and he could he could get away so much better if he added the word beta at the end of everything but he decided to say no this is a final product when yeah. even to this day it's not final yet huh. i i'm going to agree with uh, eddie here uh, i think phil has made a number of errors but the majority of the issues are with google uh, Microsoft, or we'll talk about X, Xbox, is at the big boy table uh, with Microsoft. Uh, Sony is PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. Nintendo is Nintendo. Amazon are putting the money into gaming. It, you may not like it, you may do, but we do know they're, they're backing it to the health. Stadia is like a side project at this moment in time for Google, and it's being treated like a side project. If Phil wants some money, he has to go up with the begging bowl up and go, can I have some money, mate? And uh, they're going, no, you're not getting any more. Good to do what, do what, you, what you've got there. This is the, this is the issue for Stadia. Uh, again, Phil is far from uh, blame, or it's far from being the number one of Phil. He has made a number of mistakes, but for me, he his hands have been tied uh, slightly, and he he could have and should have probably have done better. And even though I don't think he's fully to blame for this, he's uh, another one of my bold predictions. He's going to be gone in the next uh, six six to twelve months as well, just uh, just as a change of face. And I don't like calling for people to go. I am not calling him for go. It is just my prediction of what high it is going to go Dang, and remember when when people him. come out with these phil harrison uh you know stuff these words they like to say about phil they're not this this doesn't all just stem from stadia i mean gaikai atari playstation microsoft everywhere he's gone it didn't work out and there's always some excuse there's always something going on yeah he, he doesn't it does feel like his hands were somewhat tied at google but people aren't forming these opinions just because of stadia they're forming them because of just a very long track record Dang. Wow. Phil, I hope you never watched this show, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I love gaming, and it just feels like every piece of gaming he touches just starts to fail until someone else steps in. It's... I don't know him personally. None of us do, but that's just... That's the track record, and you can't... It's facts. You can go look it up. It just is what it is. Whether he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, like seven times in a row, I don't know, but unfortunately, that's just the path each platform took when he was there. Interesting. So, shout-outs to you, it Atheum. I don't know if I'm saying your name right, but he is straight up like repping, repping Phil and Stadia here. I think you're the only one to shot, dude, but kudos to you. Alright, so I think it's safe to say we can move on from Stadia, right? Okay, cool. So let's talk about Shadow. And man, you know, like when this news came out, we were thinking about like making a video on it, and I was just like, this all sounds too complete chief on the other hand he's like in this stuff up so i'm like dude just make the video but mark since we have you here you sound very knowledgeable with what's going on so 
I just want you to give like a breakdown on the situation. Then we'll come back and look at is this the end of Shadow and possibly, you know, what they can do to bounce back from this. So can you give us like a review on an overview of what the heck took place this week? Sure. Um, yeah, knowledgeable in that I've kind of looked up everything that's publicly available now, uh, comparatively to in the past where, you know, I've had this relationship where we would, you know, upcoming announcements of good stuff, features, competition, stuff like that. We would always have a chat and this just came out of left field. I had no idea about it. Um, found out along with everyone else on the live stream, but, uh, yeah, just, just to summarize. So, um, Something that before the live stream we thought was just impacting maybe the EU is across the board. So Blade SAS, which is the European side, and Blade Corp, which is the US side. Uh, the US has gone into um, Chapter 11 protection, and in the EU it's just bankruptcy. Uh, essentially puts Shadow's company at a valuation of zero. Uh, at which point they are looking for an investor to come in and take over. Um, and they would then pick up Shadow as a company, obviously, at that zero valuation. But what they'll be doing is taking on their current debts, which they have accruing with uh, the third-party suppliers who host their server blades. Uh, the main one of those is 2CRSI, who at the moment host... <clears throat> I'll, I'll forget the actual number. It's like um, 30 million euros in total of hardware, which is utilized by Shadow. 10 million of that is out, is an outstanding lease and collectively 3.7 million euros in debt right now. Um, so yeah, and, and that that's basically just a summary. And I think we will probably get into uh, <laughs> what we think uh, caused this and what we think is going to happen next. Yeah. So since we have you talking about it, what, what do you think is the cause of this? Well, what went wrong with Shadow? Again, Shadow's in the hot seat today, guys. Stadia got his very share. Go ahead. So they are very much a startup, and I I know that working for a startup, it, it's very scatterbrained. You're trying to find the thing which is going to boost you from that startup company to a big player, um, and it causes you to focus on lots of things at once, lose focus of certain things, not think too long-term, um, so yeah, being, being in a startup, essentially, um, what's forced them to end up in this position is that they're backed by investors. They had X amount of money, which all of it is gone. And through an investment bank since mid last year, they've been looking for more investors and nobody's want to, been wanting to put more money in. So essentially they've run out of money. That running out of money, in my opinion, is because of the US expansion, which was fast. It was aggressive. And I get the game plan because the market is there. Where you're going to make the most revenue is in the US market. Um, so just being in the EU was very restrictive. They pretty much, I think, hit the you know highest level, or not the highest level, but they, they hit a higher number of players in a kind of niche market within Europe. Mm -hmm. So they had to go to the US. Obviously that initial um, expansion caused a massive upfront cost. Mm -hmm. um, op opening up data centers in four different states. Obviously they started the rollout of the more expensive equipment, the ultra and infinite stuff. 
all of that upfront cost is a lot. Um, so with the hardware limitations restricting the number of people they could bring on, I don't think they got that quick enough return on investment to catch that kind of uh, big down payment upfront. So then who do you think is, I mean, I get it. You have a vision, you have a plan, you see the U.S. market, you want to go all in, right? Who do you think is at fault with all of this? Do you think it's management? Do you think is the, just curious, like who who's at fault here? I think there was some mismanagement. We've we've seen a changeover of management, and they've brought in some some new um, people, like the the new CFO JB um, was like a position that was filled before. They they had a CTO, but I don't even know who it was because he was never on a live stream. He was never coming up with these um, like roadmaps that we have now, um, all of which are just like a little bit too late. So. I don't know. Obviously, we, we're fully aware that the um, issues with activations, the hardware limitations, is probably the biggest impacting thing. How much of that could be avoided? You know, it's hardware limitations, it's locked down, you know, hardware as a whole is difficult to get hold of. That played into a part of it, but they they had backlogs of, of activations even before that. Um, so the mismanagement of that and their data centers and their third-party suppliers whoever's in charge of that, I guess. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to open this up to the panel. Anyone can hop on. But same question I asked Mark. Uh, is what went wrong and who do you guys think is responsible for this? So, I don't know. I'll throw something. And it's the, it's the this is just normal for any business when, and essentially it's just what, what Mark is saying, you grow too quickly. And that is also mismanagement. You, especially when you have a huge upfront cost. And I, I have faced this with things in the past where I began to take on too many clients or too much work. And then the funds in the bank weren't enough to supply what I needed to take care of all of them. And you've got the scale um, that back, you've got to scale in such a way that every new customer you take, you can afford to bring that customer on and then turn that profitable rather than signing up hundreds or thousands or millions of people for something and you've got money for like a hundred, you know, you know what I mean? You have to grow uh, at a pace that works. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that happened regardless as to whose fault that was or who mismanaged it, who made those decisions. Um, you know, who knows if any of us will really even know all of that. I mean, Mark's probably the most knowledgeable person we can find on this stuff. And even he is like, I'm just finding out about this stuff. He doesn't even know stuff. I mean, so we might not ever know, but just to step back and look at it, it's an age-old problem for businesses that try to take on uh, too much too quickly when it does take such a cost to get a customer on board, to put the blade together, to buy all that hardware. And uh, now we know why we had all the delays. It wasn't just pandemic-related. They couldn't buy the hardware to, f to fulfill the pre-orders. They were sitting there waiting for money. They literally couldn't purchase our hardware to go install it. And that's why they couldn't bring people on, and they wound up with their backs against the wall. They need money to get these customers on to get profitable, but they have no profit to bring them on, and they were in a catch-22, and this happens to businesses that grow too quickly and don't have a, a proper plan, we'll say, to to grow with the funds that they have. They should have just went much, much slower. Um, good example of that is Maximum Settings up in Canada. Yeah, Great cloud computing company, and people are always waiting to sign up. 
but they refuse to grow too fast and screw their existing customers or mess up their income. And I've always told them I have a lot of respect for that. And I hope they grow really slow and stick around because you don't want to wind up in the position shadows in. And they're basically saying investor or no. And like we were talking about before the podcast, even investors don't mean shadow stays. They could decide to do something completely different with it. Yeah. Good. Uh, point comparing it to max sevens because again they've stated multiple times they're going to take their time they're not going to try to rush you know and fill uh service when they don't when they can't and so good comparison how about you duncan uh again this is open but i'll just start name calling <laughs> yeah you're just, just going to share that maybe in here mark what, what, what what's the figures again we're, we're just talking a couple of million aren't we relatively so how much in debt they are is 3.7 of outstanding funds, but equipment, which is currently on lease from 2CRSI for the, uh, I think they're a historic customer in the US, but the EU stuff that was called out by 2CRSI is like 30 point something million of, of hardware. Yeah. So we're we're not talking a fast amount of money in the gra- in, in tech terms. We're not talking, uh, which is... <laughs> I'm actually finding it quite interesting that the figures are actually so low. I think it just shows you the where cloud computing really is. Uh, we all talk to each other. We're all here. But the actual cloud computing space is actually a lot shorter or smaller even. Um, but my thing is I'm just going to be interested who actually is going to go after Shadow. Uh <laughs> It could be absolutely anybody. Uh, I know there's a couple of names in the mix already. Uh, I forget the the person's name. Uh, but I, I would not be surprised if Microsoft go after them or Google go after them or, did I say, uh, Amazon go after them just to get the patents and the tech and stuff like that. So uh, Shadow... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the the only positive thing I from this, I think we're going to find out relatively soon what way Shallow is going to go and who's going to pick them up or if they're going to go or completely. It's not going to be a long will they or won't they go. I think it's we're, we're going to find out pretty soon, probably in the next couple of weeks, where Shallow is going to go. It's uh, it's just an absolute shame that this is happening because I I, I use Shadow. Uh, us at Cloudy use it. We use that for our live streams for when we're doing our four K streams. That's what we're using as the back end uh, for it. So if they go, we're going to have to have a great thinking how we're going to work things going forward. I am just really quite uh, uh, disappointed in all this news, uh, but it's just really really. Uh, Sad this uh, to take on this uh, point from Travis. What we're, you're talking two different companies here. Uh, we're you're talking a, 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 basically a, a, for all intents and purposes a small company uh, in Blade, and uh, we're talking a trillion dollar company in Google. Uh, so you're expecting uh, Stadia to go fast, and Stadia came out the door straight away. We'll go back or want to bang this drum again. We're going to be more powerful than an Xbox One X and a PlayStation 4 combined. You're going to, we're going to take over console gaming. We're going to be doing this and that. Again, again, it's perceptions and how things and all were done. But that that's my quick take on Shadow. Let me try to make um, an analogy here. 
Um, you have the ocean full of fish, and Shadow tried to create a tool to to grab the fishes. But um, in the middle of that, building the boat to go fishing, they got bankrupt. And they, well, they they are getting they're not a well. You guys understand. Um, Google built a bazooka to go fishing and promoted a bazooka when everybody goes fishing with uh, fishing rods and they didn't know how to handle the fishing rods so they have a huge bazooka a huge power but uh, they're not managing it correctly so that's a two different thing approach one it's a huge company that would be 30 million dollars would not be a problem uh, they could afford spending years and years losing 30 million dollars per year but uh, as a startup once you are in 30 million dollars debt it's something that is going to carry you with you forever so yeah as <laughs> is pro pointed correctly here it's just a roundup yeah yeah it's not a lot of money for someone to come in and scoop them up um but I just want to say, with all the situation, all that we've discussed, just what's next? Let's just talk about that. What's next for this company? And this is a good segue to it. People talking about, you know, it's just an error in Google's balance sheet. Is someone going to come and scoop them up? If so, who do you guys see being the company that comes in to scoop them up? Um, and... Are they going to bounce back from this? Are they going to be better? What will they look like six months from now? So anyone can hop in. I don't see a company coming, um, getting uh, then probably a, an investor, um, somebody like uh, from um, the Shark Tank or something, but um, a company purchasing then, um, they could start the same thing, uh, providing having access to the same hardware that shadow got their their hands with even maybe cheaper because they have good contacts with amd or nvidia um so if it was for for a huge company like google microsoft or somebody else doing this maybe even i don't know sting decided to do something alone and not uh nvidia they won't probably go for shadow um shadow is started as a very local on europe then they, they expanded correctly to to us because it's where the numbers are they, that they needed but still I, i'm i always said cloud gaming is a big boys game and i only see until this day just three competitors it is google Amazon and Microsoft. Sony has the IP, doesn't have the technology. I say, I go through with another name. Um, uh, you're going to say Apple. No, I'm not actually going to say Apple. I'm going to say Tencent. Oh, I, true. Okay. Tencent, because Tencent has the money for buying the planet. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But they, they got to make moves, though. I, I wouldn't even count them as a competitor until I see them really start making cloud game moves. Yes, they are trying to pretty much acquire everything they can, you know, touch, 
but realistically until i see them say we're taking this seriously we're going they, at it they are taking it serious but it hasn't made its way into the west as yet they are making moves over in their home territories at this moment in time they haven't moved out they're doing it uh, slowly and i think they're going to be a bit worried about uh, pushing too too much until the political situation probably calms down a bit more according to some reports that i saw tencent is pushing heavily on mobile gaming right now and they're pushing on china of course but also on india because they're looking for the per capita numbers Smart. So once they dominate the the East, maybe they come expand here, but they're looking for more on mobile gaming. They are selling their own mobile device, like a Tencent Black Shark a tree. I think that's the name of the device, a gaming device, a gaming phone. But uh, they are focusing on mobile gaming more than on cloud gaming. And if we're talking again, cloud gaming on a global scale, I do think... It's only those three companies because they already have the infrastructure set worldwide. But gaming tech, I want to hear a little bit on your opinion on this as well. So, Holtz, uh, go ahead, Jerry. Uh, no, go ahead, do Holtz. Say what he, yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to be agreeing with him here in a second. Yeah. Holtz says, I think they don't have a big investor and they're just reaching out to see if they can get a light. Damn. You think it's really like that? So, yeah, I, I don't know what you guys felt when you watched that Twitch stream, but to me, the demeanor was completely all wrong. I was turned off by it. There was a total lack of concern most of the time. Um, I, 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 I've gone back and watched it a few times, and just the, the smile the guy cracked after mentioning things like, you know, <laughs> hey, there is no future. Hey, so we don't and it's just... You want to talk about Stadia not instilling confidence. That instilled yeah. no confidence in me, and it it sucks because the first two cloud services I covered at all were Shadow and GeForce Now. And Shadow actually became not just something I was covering. It became a PC in the cloud I was using for all kinds of tasks. Like Duncan saying, you either stream from it or I would have it rendering out some videos while I'm working on my local PC. I could go back and forth. Um and I think a lot of us have done that. I mean, for Mark, it was literally his daily driver. And the reason why I started covering Shadow at all was because of his YouTube channel. You know, I'd run into him and he literally had the only content on it. Now, of course, you search for Shadow and all of us are freaking covering it. But, uh, you know, it so it saddens me a lot. Uh, but my honest opinion is there's no investor. There hasn't been since the middle of last year. They've had no money for the pre-orders they've taken. They've canceled my pre-order for the New York Data Center. I got it a did. thing on my... Yeah, there's none of those coming. Oh. Um, and I, unlike everyone else, I don't think there's a single large company out there that could care less about buying Shadow because they don't offer them anything. They're going to be taking on debt, and it's all hardware that needs upgraded. They would be overhauling the entire system. I don't see anybody big that would want to buy them. Uh, they could probably more cheaply just build their own cloud PC, uh, Microsoft or anybody that wanted to have one. That's true. I think if anyone buys Shadow, they're going to buy it to strip out the proprietary software that they have for streaming because it is, my God, the best cloud streaming software you can use uh, forwarding your, your USB devices, how good the stream is. I've tried so many cloud PCs like a lot of us have here, and even though I gripe about the bottlenecks and the hardware, it's the best software and the best experience when it's streaming. So... My fear is that Shadow is done, no one will invest or buy, or they do and they strip out the parts that they want because there's no real incentive to keep it going the way it is. 
so from what I'm hearing, is Shadow's not going to be the same after this. Is it that... feels similar to Stadia. Stadia and Shadow, in my mind, are both at risk of not existing past this year. Damn. Or at least in the form that they are. Stadia has a better chance because they have Google behind them, which is, to the other guy's comment, what I was speaking of, they've got a big handholder up here. Google, unlimited money. They're not a startup company. They're not new. Stadia was not a new company. They're not a startup company. They're an arm of Google which is a big arm. There's, it's not a startup company. Shadow was. So, you know, you have, a, you have a contractor starts a business on his own. He could fall pretty hard if he goes too fast. But if you've got a contractor that's got Lowe's or Home Depot behind him covering everything, he'll never fail. Or at least he shouldn't. And if he does, it's their fault. So that's a totally big different thing. And you guys, Duncan and Eddie, hit the exact points on that. So that's what's going on with them. And I just, yeah, I think that Stadia has a better chance, but I think we are really looking at possibly losing two cloud services really soon. So, any anyone else hop in if you want to? Yeah, I've, I've stayed quiet a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, oh, and obviously, I did I did like the recap for us, but I didn't actually like touch on it myself. Um, just obviously expressing like how hard this this hit me as well. Um, as I said, didn't know anything about this beforehand. Found out the same time as everyone else. Um, as Jerry touched on, literally, Shadow launched my YouTube channel. Um, not only with the content that I started covering, it's you know it's led to uh, the stuff that I cover week in week out now. Um, but the fact that it was actually the drive behind my channel that I just had a a netbook to start off with. I didn't have I was living in a small flat, didn't have the space for the kind of equipment that I've you know that is all around me today. Um, so yeah, like from from that like the hat that I wear week in week out. I don't know if people have seen the back, but it literally. <laughs> it's it's a, it's always a shadow hat like in every like every video so yeah so uh, you know from from that side i obviously just wanted to say how how hard this this was as well um for, for me for the community as well i think they've got a very tight-knit community um i imagine for the the staff there as well they're, they're a startup company it's not one of these big companies with thousands of people who you will never meet it just you know there's singular offices in the US and and uh, and in Paris. Um, it's all very tight knit there as well, so it, it's it's got to be difficult for them. The yeah, the live stream definitely didn't make me feel better. <laughs> the the demeanor, the way that they were saying it, and it also and this is what I highlighted in my video: the disconnect between the language used in the live stream and the language in that very official uh, next quarter financial report from two CRSI. It seemed, and you can expect this, it seemed very sugar-coated on the live stream. Uh, and it, even more so, the the uh, emails and blog posts that have come out since, that that's like a mountain of sugar poured over it. It's talking about its exciting brand new start uh, and that's a, a very weird spin and it feels like overcorrection and that probably concerned more people than like alleviated fears. Um, but yeah, the, the disconnect of the language was, and I, I actually asked a question on the live stream, which I think uh, finally got the, the co-founder to answer was they're talking about the outstanding debt with two CRSI and what's going to happen in the meantime, because the transaction of a new investor could take um, a, he, I've heard weeks mentioned Luke on the live stream said weeks. Stefan said it takes a couple of months. So in that time, our two CSI who host their servers happy to just sit in that debt 
for the next couple of months and just keep hosting the the service as normal? Shadow say yes. Two CSRs, uh, two CSI's document says that they will take immediate action to recoup uh, hardware to take back the losses, basically. Uh, so that's what has me concerned for the the immediate because obviously the message we got was nothing changes with the service. Uh, users won't be impacted. This it would just be for legal purposes a change of ownership, and people won't even be able to tell the difference. They'll keep working on um, the improvements that we've talked about, their 2021 roadmap. They'll keep pushing out improvements. Yes, the Ultra and Infinite uh, rollouts have stopped, but everything else should carry on like clockwork. And I I don't think that's going to quite be the case. Uh, In terms of investors, I think they probably do. I don't think it's a case of they've got zero interest. Um, as, As we've mentioned, yes, there is an issue with the amount of hardware they currently have, the potential state of that hardware with how out of date it is, the cost it would take to upgrade that. But, you know, as we've said, the proprietary software, hands down, one of the best. Um, so I think they definitely do have interested people. Who that is, I think, is probably going to be completely different uh, to who we might have in our head. Uh, I, I know on my live stream, we were just literally throwing out names of of gaming companies. We were like HP, Epic Games, Amazon, Google. Um, and I don't think it's going to be any of those. I don't think it's going to be um, just an investment bank, like somebody who we've not heard of, somebody who's not in, within the industry, uh, because they've said that themselves. They said that the interest that they've got is from, and I think to quote them, it was like a competent big player in the industry. The competent part made me laugh because I was like, is that admittance of their own incompetence? I don't know. You said it. Um, but I, I think it's somebody within the industry. But like the the latest reports we're seeing is it's potentially uh, OVH, who did some of the server hosting for them for their boost tiers uh, previously, before there was a concept of boost, ultra and infinite. And it was just the, the kind of one tier. Uh, OVH did a lot of their server hosting for them Uh, It was like a couple of years ago now, I think. Um, So I think there's an interest of them stepping in. But what they'll do at that point, we have yet to see. Will they step in, continue running the service and change things up and try to make it profitable? Will they absorb it and take some of the tech? We'll have to wait and see. I have no idea at this point. Very informative. Thank you, Mark, for all of that. And so I'm going to ask the question um, that I asked for Google Stadia. Uh, give it a time frame, right? Do you guys see, again, shadow bouncing? Actually, no, let's not do that. Let's ask. So 2021 has been an issue for cloud gaming. I'll just be realistic with the Stadia news and now the shadow news. We really thought this would be the year that you know, cloud gaming would take off. Where are you guys now? Where do you guys stand? Who do you guys see, you know, again, top dog? Who do you guys see struggling? And who do you guys see surviving in all of this at the end of this year? So we tend to do this every once in a while, but we have a guest today. And again, with the shadow news, I just want to hear where you guys are all with this question. So to get started, we'll go with so, Jerry. Or, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Eddie. No, you go. 
Um, Let's start with you. 2020 was the foundations, I would say, of cloud gaming becoming more popular. Jeff Henning, Jeff Henning moving out of beta, um, Stadia having a full year, Stadia having good moments with uh, Cyberpunk, for example, and, and GFN having not so many good moments, but bouncing back after the big players left, so after the, the beta thing. I feel like 2021 is going to continue being a tough year, but and here it is. I feel like Microsoft's success on cloud gaming beta will make a huge difference. Once they scale from 720p to 1080p to maybe 4K in the future, same thing for GFN, maybe 4K in 2021. And um, because Shadow was never, uh, we cannot say a cloud gaming. It was a PC on the cloud. And if you are a little bit more technique, uh, you have a little bit more technical knowledge, you can build your own PC on the cloud and use by renting either a cloud uh, cloud computer from Google or from AWS. You can go create a virtual environment of um, a Windows PC and using it uh, as much as you can. It's not, again, it's not as simple as uh, paying for a service just a shadow and doing so, but the cloud computing already exists for a, a, quite of a long time. So cloud gaming as accessing a cloud PC, Windows-based PC uh, for the masses, I don't think, it, as uh, uh, Marchief said here on chat, it was a very niche thing, the PC on the cloud. And I feel like if the shadow ends up failing by the end of the year, that's not harm because I feel like still players like GFN, Stadia, and um, Cloud Gaming Better for Microsoft will be pushing for the, the next years and years to come. So who do you think takes it? At the end of this year, with all the news that we've gotten recently, yeah, it takes uh, in terms of buying Shadow. No, it takes it. It's like come out on top, cloud gaming. Yeah, content, Microsoft, tech, tech. I think Stadia is gonna be uh, ahead of for a while. Okay, good to know. Let's check in with you, Duncan. Same question. <laughs> Same question. I think we're. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a bet on here. We're probably gonna say who's gonna be number one. I think everybody is going to say Xbox number one. And uh, then after that, it becomes very, very tricky on how things are going to pan out. Uh, I'm going to go bold. It wouldn't be me that I'm gonna say in a second. Uh, just because of the number of the listings I have seen there. It looks like their European push is going to be coming pretty soon now. So xCloud first, then Luna, then GeForce now. Uh, Stadia, from what I'm seeing out here, my opinion still hasn't changed on Stadia. I think we're going to be still getting the Dear John letter six months by the end of this year. We're going to have the Dear John letter. You've got X amount of time to play on Stadia before we shut it down and move it to YouTube or whatever it's going, and it goes full white level. 
So uh, unfortunately, I would probably put PlayStation Now above Stadia. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, again, with uh, they are due to get their upgrades as well. Uh, I uh, there is nothing coming out from Stadia, even though their communication is better. What they're communicating is uh, we don't have any games which are going to. What you're going to draw you to the platform. Uh, I just have just real serious concerns there. I would put, uh, I, I wouldn't put Stadia last because they have Google's uh, back pocket there. I would put uh, Shadow at the bottom now just because of this news. But uh, I, I am concerned that. Uh, we're just going to be left with two major heavyweights now and just Microsoft and Amazon by the end of the year. Dang. So by the end of this year, you're counting that as out. And you're just focusing on Microsoft and Amazon Luna. I think them two are going to be the ones which are going to be uh, about, and they are not going to have the bad... Uh, news uh, about them because beta 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 we're just we're not coming after console gaming this is just a supplementary thing they're just playing the wrong game and you can see that both microsoft and amazon aren't afraid to throw money at things until it kicks on so that yeah uh, uh geforce night is still going to be around uh but that is we know what geforce night is it's but for a pure Clyde sort of gaming thing where you're going to play it the most, it, it is just going to be them too, unfortunately. Okay. Mark, where do you stand? So, yeah, agreed. I think we're all going to say uh, maybe Xbox first. The the like content is king. They have the absolute content. The amount of first-party studios they have now, God knows who else are going to buy it this year, honestly, uh, and, and add to that, that caliber, essentially. Um, even if their tech isn't the best by the end of the year, we see it getting better this year, 1080 very soon, maybe 4K by the end of the year um, will definitely help keep them in that higher position. So I'd still put them as number one. Uh, if I had to take an estimate, uh, Lunar at second, um, either in, even in this beta phase, in this slow rollout, the slow rollout, although frustrating, is probably quite smart from their side having watched uh, stadia's unveiling and their their first year um and honestly if they are smart about this the way that they're going to go the way that um stadia should have gone is heavy heavy integration with a pre-existing successful platform stadia and youtube are two completely separate products there there is nothing linking the two to, or hardly anything there's shoestrings holding those two together whereas luna is going to do heavy integration with twitch um with hopefully we've already seen the support they've given to twitch streamers uh small big streamers if they can get it in the hands of them and have them you know even if it has to be exclusivity deals, I don't really care how they do it. They're, they're going to get it into the hands of big streamers with big audiences who are going to see this firsthand and it's going to make it grow quicker, essentially. Um, so that puts Luna second on my list. GeForce Now, I've we've always got the, the feeling of GeForce Now is they're not in it for the money. I don't think they're making any money. Obviously, the free tier is probably the most popular. 
zero money. The founders tier, they're happy to keep an introductory offer for another year at this point. Um, they're not in it for the money, but they're, they're still fully supporting it. Um, so I don't see it going anywhere. Uh, in terms of like, they're not going to shut it down. It's not going to cease to exist. They'll keep adding games to it. They'll keep improving. Um, hopefully this year might be the year that they get back the, you know, Activision Blizzard contracts and things like that. We can always hope. I have no idea on that front, but uh, hopefully something will turn around this year. Um, and PlayStation, I had I had an estimate at the start of this year that um playstation was going to do something big with playstation now or completely get rid of it and just do something cloud gaming related um that i think they would have liked to have launched with the playstation 5 but it wasn't ready in time i honestly believe they're working on something and i thought this year might be the year that they do something with it but even if it's ready this year being somewhat of a dumpster fire for cloud gaming i i'm not sure if they would even just hold back on it at this point and, and wait. Um, so I would watch PlayStation now this year and I, I'm not sure I, it would come, it will become next on the list, but I'm not sure what they're going to do this year. Yeah. I would say instead of waiting right now's the time to strike. If I was the company, right. Seeing others struggling, this might sound bad, but don't take, you know, your foot of the pedal, like just go full throttle, right. Rivalries is struggling. Just go into it. Go at it. Um, anywho, let's check in with Jerry. Yeah, I mean, we're all singing the same song. Uh, it's 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 bound to be Xbox by the end of the year. We're not judging any of this on how they're running right now. We're thinking how things are going to be with these services at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, xCloud, Xbox Game Pass, the whole deal by the end of the year should be number one. Uh, I agree with everybody else about Luna. Uh, everybody knows I've been spending a lot of time with Luna. I've been watching what they're doing on social media. They're backing Twitch streamers already. Uh, they're integrating games into Twitch already. And yeah, I like the slow burn sizzle I've been seeing. I've said that before. And I think they're going to be right up there um, behind Xbox, behind xCloud, and then uh, GeForce Now. It's great. PC gamers love it. It's a piece of the library. They have their own niche going on already. Like we've said, they're not worried about the money that much. They don't need it. Um, so that's not going anywhere. I think it's going to continue to get better, and it'll be right up there with Luna. And um, if PlayStation does some of the things they're hinting about, and they do release a refreshed PlayStation now with all their exclusives this year, they would be next, depending on what happens with them. And then Shadow and Stadia, I can't put anywhere because kind of with Duncan, I don't think Stadia is going to be around in its current form by the end of the year. And Shadow's looking even bleaker than that within the next two to three months. People maybe not have their Shadow, um, depending on what happens with all these bankruptcies and reclaiming hardware and that kind of stuff. So I'm not even really putting them anywhere yet. I got to see what happens. But yeah, xCloud, Luna, GeForce Now, PlayStation Now, if they get what they're supposed to. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for sharing. I would say for me personally, I would put xCloud probably number one. And this might surprise a lot of people, um, but Stadia, that's number two. And possibly, possibly Amazon Luna at three. So I'm giving Luna, again, we're talking about by the end of this year, not right now, end of this year. I feel like Luna's just getting started. I feel like they're going to make a lot of moves, especially by fall. Again, we'll see more channels added, all that stuff. 
they'll bring them to three for me. GFUS now is going to be GFUS now. They have the target market, PC gamers providing a, an easy way to play your PC games. That That's what they are. That's what they, if, I mean, it's very, in a way, niche what they're aiming for, right? So, again, they're not going to be bringing console games to GFUS now. You know what they are. You know what they're going to do. So, there's not, I mean... There, there are a lot of PC gamers, but realistically, um, because the market is so selective, they're just going to stay in the way where they are. Um, I see these other companies like Luna, xCloud growing um, and, and GIF is now kind of growing at a slower rate. But Stadia at my number two, to me, um, I came to that conclusion last night because i was playing it and it works my thing is change of management which i believe we're gonna see this year you guys all on here saying phil needs to go i think we're gonna see something happen again stadia is probably one of the best products that we have they just need new people running it and i think we'll see that and once we do i can see stadia getting back to what its original purpose was going to be so that's my top four right again whatever someone decides to do they might come in at five um but shadow it's not looking too good honestly so it's x cloud shadow yeah x <laughs> x cloud stadia i would say luna and then gforce now for me so that's my order but Chief and Holtz, man, if you guys are on here, just type. I would definitely love to know what y'all's are, uh, what your top three or four is as well. But yeah. Um, hey, so let me just add something here on sure. the GeForce Now. They have currently, as they reported, six million mm-hmm. um, members. Yeah. That includes the free tier, but I don't feel like GeForce Now will keep the free tier longer. And that number will probably drop it. But if they continue to offer an introductory um, price, um, that number will probably go back and people will continue paying for GeForce Now founders. Yeah. True. True. I think one of the reasons... Go ahead. No, and and I was going to say Luna. Uh, I know a lot of people are talking about Luna, but still they're calling early access... And usually on software, you have early access. After early access, you have a beta. I'm not sure if uh, Luna is going to go on that approach. And on Luna, even though um, Canada is really close to U.S., um, we all thought that Luna was be available at the time already here in Canada. And it's not. So we got to see. Stadia launched and available in 17, 16 countries. And Luna is still US only. Uh, we got to wait and see. True. True. Uh, Eddie, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but uh, um, Amazon Games are doing a big, massive recruitment over here in Europe and the UK. have to be careful how I say this and all now, just to sort of defend people. Uh, so uh, so if they are 
looking community managers for UK, they're looking one for France, and they're also looking one for the greater European Union. Uh, I think my betting is that they're going to combine them so they'll be under the Amazon Games sort of thing um, with Luna. So I think we're going to be hearing about Luna moving to the UK shortly. So, so um, you, you think Luna launches in UK, maybe Europe this year? Yeah. Okay. I I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. If they don't launch in in UK this year, that I I would be shocked and concerned. A lot of word. people tend to think that their Luna isn't as far behind as people think. They're actually kind of yeah, still working on a lot of things, but with New World August thirty first, with that delay kind of going back, that they may be trying to line up some more expansion of Luna along with that game because we do know that game should be at you know will be on yeah. Luna to play. So there is some speculation, and a lot of the expansion is going to happen along with that game as well to kind of push the service. But who knows? Yeah. I, I was just going to touch on something that you said. Yes, uh, I. <laughs> I don't think a change in management will do a lot unless Google is going to back it up with uh, more money. And you mm -hmm. could, it's uh, the football expression you get put to the top manager in charge of a rubbish team. The, the team might do slightly better, but you're still going to be uh, behind if you don't have the money to invest in all the different things you need. And that is my number one concern about Stadia going forward. Are we going to be getting these AAA games day and date and we still do not know? Yeah. Uh, again, so Google needs to do a lot. I've been saying that you know, for the longest, I I still think someone up top needs to come and you know just steer the ship in the right direction, letting people know where this platform is going. But again, with changes, with changing management, with um, I the 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 product is just too good to die. Um, and that's why Google is smart. They a smart company. Um, and I don't think they're going to just let something that they've spent that much time creating die. But we'll see. I'm just going to ask this question just generally here. Uh, I I know us have been having, uh, when I say us, it's uh, the cloudy peoples. We have noticed over the last couple of weeks or months that the performance in Stadia is actually getting worse for uh, some games and the game we can say this and uh, I would get people to come and join us tomorrow if they want on F1 if you go around the first corner in F1 and people hit it just completely glitches out and even just other games as well I think the performance in Stadia is getting a bit uh, ropey uh, for some games oh. or we're not talking, oh, it's completely unplayable, but there is just more uh, noticeable deterioration of the quality of Stadia. It may be just be the servers we're connecting to over here, but some of some some games, and F1 in particular, is if someone crashes, it glitches out the whole server, it, or the whole game. It just goes, and it just seemed to be getting worse. Yeah. I, I would tell you my experience is the opposite and that's what put it at number two so if you guys know nba 2k has been struggling on the platform right so i switched over to playing in shadow um 
in xCloud, but then they patched it about two days ago, and I went back, and I was really impressed by the performance. So that tells me someone at 2K and Google are listening to the complaints about the game. So I don't know. To me, then, just like, okay, you know, um, possibility that this, you know, people listening and just, just hope that this is going to be an ongoing thing. I don't know, man. I, I, I think I'm being a little fanboyish here, but I like the platform too much to see it die. And so that's probably where I'm at with Stadia. But anywho, we are out of time. And I do want to give the members um, on here a chance to just plug the channel. I want to say, Eddie, it's been a blast having you on here. Um, it's pretty cool uh, just you know hearing you talk about all the cloud game platforms so absolutely thank thanks for the invite my friend for sure for sure all right let's plug away where can they find you mark i was ill prepared for that uh yeah mark <laughs> mark watch vlg over on youtube and twitter cool cool you're not gonna plug your tiktok then uh i i felt i'll give it a miss this week because i've been so busy that i've posted like one thing uh, I'm working on something's printing right now. So uh, yeah, it, it's Mark VOG over on TikTok if you want to see some disturbing 3D printing stuff. There you go. Cool, cool. Duncan, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me over at Cloudy with Games and Cloudy with Games on YouTube. Tomorrow we're doing the Luna cast where we're going to be talking over the news of Luna for the last two weeks. And we're also doing a play along, which is probably going to be F1. So you can come and see all the glitches in F1 when we go around the first corner. Cool, cool. Awesome. Jared, where can they find you, sir? What do you do? First of all, I never miss a freaking Lunacast, by the way. Because staying a Luna fan so far. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, Game Tech Planet, YouTube, uh, Discord, Twitter, uh, everything for cloud console and PC. And just celebrating for the 5K, we are doing like a two-game giveaway over on Discord right now. So if you want a chance to win a game of your choice, hop over there. Cool, cool. And uh, Eddie, before we uh, plug you real quick, Mark, hi. Is, is this... Stadia without Google is shadow, but that's crazy. Uh, uh no, which one was I? Uh, I thought what was, was I laughing at? There. No, oh, it was uh, Luna got search bar already, so they're already ahead of Stadia. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh, Slice Frost put another one out that was hilarious, too. It was the what was it? What did you just put up, Ace? This Stadia, if Google, this right there here. it is, Stadia without Google is shadow. Y'all are crazy. uh, (laughs) Eddie, again, thank you for being here. Where can people find you, sir? What do you do? At youtube.com slash EddiePlayer1. That's my handle on Twitter as well. Um, I do have a podcast called This Week on Stadium Filter, where me, Chase, Kai, we crack a beer and we talk... uh, about video games it that's why the on the podcast doesn't have the beep because it's unfiltered but uh we talking about stadium and we talking about everything on the gaming week actually every tuesdays at 8 30 p.m cool cool again awesome panel really enjoy the discussions that we have on a weekly basis on here don't forget, guys, this also is in audio form. If you guys were interested, check your local podcast network, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, or whatever the hell they call it these days. But yeah, I appreciate you guys being here. This was fun. Again, we tried to 
bring the audience in and interact with you guys so hopefully you guys enjoy that but again eddie thank you again great experience having you on the show we'll catch you you guys for having me for sure for sure we'll catch you guys next saturday at 2 p.m pacific time all right appreciate you guys till next time peace out